Welcome to the 30-Minute Hour. It's the personal development podcast for authors, entrepreneurs, and career professionals who are looking to level up and become unstoppable. I'm your host, Eric Twiggs, your procrastination prevention partner. Joining me as always, you know him as the business strategist extraordinaire. He's the super CEO, all-around good guy, Ted Fells. Man, I don't know what day it is. <laughs> it's, is it Monday already? Right. So you bring up an interesting point, Tiggs. I, I know there are people that are watching us that are like, okay, what, what's what's the deal? What's going on? Normally you guys are on, it's Monday at seven o'clock Eastern, but here it is Wednesday and you're doing a show. What is up with that? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you're even wondering that, right? <laughs> you sent me the link. I was like, what's going on, man? What <laughs> so this, this topic was so important that we felt like we, we just had to do something special, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at what's going on with people graduating from college with $100,000 plus in debt mm-hmm. uh, or people not even applying to college and, you know, missing out on opportunities as it relates to their career. I mean, this, this wasn't one of those times we just have to, you know, wait until we have an open Monday. No, I, I think this this was a critical, critical thing. And I'm glad Dr. Jackson uh, is joining us. And, you know, the topic of our, our show today is how to find and win college scholarships. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Truly, this is not your everyday podcast. No. Right. I mean, think about it. I mean, what, what podcasts, you know, they come on Monday, they come on Wednesday, they do Thursday shows. That tells you right there. That's right. That's that right. we do things different. Yeah, we, we don't have to wait. Right. When you produce it, you, you just go when you want to do it. <laughs> we felt, and we felt this was necessary. Matter of fact, I have a cousin whose daughter is graduating from high school tomorrow, going oh, to wow. Xavier. Yeah. So shout out to my cousin Sheila Edmondson and her oh, daughter wow. Maya. It's yeah. going to be going to school, and I hope she's listening. Yes. Because it sounds like there's going to be some good information that Dr. Jackson's going to share. Uh-huh. So, so you don't be calling Cousin Ted, because <laughs> Dr. Jackson might have just what you need. Exactly. I'll forward exactly. it to her if, she's not, if you're not listening. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right. And again, our goal is to help you to learn, laugh, and level up ultimately. Uh, and so if you feel like we've done that, just go ahead and share the show. Even if you don't feel like we've done that. Right. Even just share the show anyway. Share it anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's right. Just share it. That's Hopefully, right. we, we, hope, we hope to add value to your life and hope you learn something. So, so, so let's get to it. We're going we're to get right at it. This is a, a special edition, like I said, of the 30 minute, 30 minute hour podcast. Um, you can always listen to us later um, when we rec- when we uh, re- edit the recording on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all those other places. But we're talking about how to find and win scholarships. So this is, the, you really just need to lean in, right? If you got someone who, <laughs> right, Ted, that, exactly. Like, do what Ted is doing for those of you watching. Just lean in. Because I mean, you're gonna you're gonna learn some useful information, and, and some of these questions, I gotta be honest with y'all, I'm asking for a friend, right? A friend that happens to be named Eric, right? I'm asking because like you know I, this information I need to know as well, 
having an 11 year old who's going to be going to college. So, you know, normally I have something on my mind. I know our followers have something on their mind, right? They're, they're wondering like, what can a rising senior do this summer to improve mm-hmm. their applications for college admission and scholarships, right? That's the question that's on their mind. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so here's the answer to the question. They can ask their parents to call our guest today. Uh, and, and that'll that'll solve the problem. Oh, yeah. Most parents, was that Dr. Jackson? Yeah, that's the answer right there. Just, right, just call you. Just call Dr. Rudy Jackson. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So you see, most parents, they don't have the time or expertise to create winning applications, and they're afraid their teenagers will ultimately be falling behind. So Dr. Rudy Jackson, he helps them to get on track, focus on what matters the most, and stand out on admission and scholarship applications. Now, let me tell you, let, let me tell you who we're working with here. This is not your everyday podcast. So, so Dr. Jackson, he received his doctoral degree in, in school psychology from Lehigh University, and he and he's the founder of College Pep, College Prep Professionals, LLC. He founded mm-hmm. that in 2006. Uh, he served as a college professor, an administrator, a director of academic learning, coordinator of pre-college programs, and member of college scholarship committees for the past 27 years at institutions such as Vanderbilt, Davidson College, Randolph-Macon College, and Georgia Gwinnett College. He is somebody. Oh, this is a subject matter expert here. This is not just anyone on here that we just grab some random person to come. No, we got someone here. This is what he do. That's what I do. Yeah, you what need he this. does for real. Every day. Yeah. yeah. So so please join me in welcoming to the 30 Minute Hour Podcast, Dr. Rudy Jackson. Thank you guys. We got the sound effects. We got to get the sound effects rolling. Exactly. Exactly. For yeah. sure. Thank you well, guys for having me. It's it, it's good to be here. Be back with you. I know we've well, done one before, but be back for Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, for those of you that uh, may recall, episode 69 yep. is when we had Dr. Rudy Jackson on last. It was yep. August 16th of 2020, yep. and he taught us about how to gain a competitive edge. Mm. Yep. So, you know, you know, I may have to put that link in the show notes so people can go back and catch up Yeah, and, and listen to those nuggets that you dropped uh, the last time. But again, it's truly an honor to have you on and appreciate all you're doing. Uh, I'm just curious. I, I know we've talked before, but for the benefit of our followers, like what was it that initially inspired you to focus on this cause of helping parents with admissions and the scholarship process? Yeah, well, you know, as, as I mentioned before, I've been an educator since 94. You know, I was 27 mm-hmm. when I started teaching at Randolph Macon. And just like Ted just talked about of having friends and family who have kids that go to college. I've been having that since 94. So I've always been in that role where provide some information, giving some insight. And then in 2006, when I left Davidson, that's when I started my business. But one of the, I had an experience with a student that really changed everything. And this young lady was a leader in her school and she was a senior, she was on her way to college, but she was on the wait list at her two top colleges. 
and I talked with her about you know her test scores and her grades and everything sounded great. And then I asked her, I said, what have you done to separate yourself from everyone else that has the same grades and test scores? And she was with two of her um, peers who were like the vice president secretary. And she was the president. She dropped her head mm. for so long that the vice president secretary looked at me like, what's, what's going on? And when she raised her head, her eyes were full of water. And she literally said, I didn't know I had to do that. Wow. And when she said that, it was like, it wasn't like I didn't understand it because we don't teach. We teach them AP, psych and bio and how to do calculus, but we don't teach them how to stand out in a competitive application process. So that's really what pushed me to say, hey, you know how to do this. Find a way where you can give this information to parents and students in a way where it's not over their head where it's not like a class, just try to break it down and make it simple so that they can do it. Because my whole thing is that I really don't have the time to walk everybody through the process. Mm -hmm. Some companies, that's what they do. They want 10 or 20 uh, clients. They want to charge them five or $6,000 or $10,000 and Mm -hmm. start you off in August and walk you all the way until graduation. And that's that's how they want to do it. I'm just more of a teacher and I think I can teach you 80 to 90% of what you need to do, show you what I've learned, give you some strategies and tools, and then you can guide your your own uh, teenager. Because at the end of the day, we don't just want them to get in and get money. We want that, but we also want them to learn how to do it the next time they have to do it when they're mm-hmm. looking for a job or trying to go to grad school or something like that. So that's just a teacher in me. And that's, that's really what got me into it. You know, family and friends, they will call you just like if you are a lawyer or you're a plumber, when there's an emergency, they're going to call you. So uh, that's what got me into it. Awesome. 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 And, and then, so how can rising seniors actions in the summer make the difference? in this admission and scholarship decision? Well, I really push summer because, you know, we get every, we remember you get 10 weeks off. If you didn't go to summer school, you get 10 weeks off. (laughs) And so you shouldn't have any classes, but hey, you may be trying to get ahead or whatever, but that's the one time that you have the most freedom because you don't have the class responsibilities. And you may have to work or you may volunteer or you may even have to watch siblings or, you know, elderly relatives. You, there are other things, but you don't have school. You don't have, you know, papers and exams and essays and tests. And so I really try to get those rising seniors to understand that there's some things if you do now, you set yourself up for the beginning of your senior year. And I actually have a product called Day One Ready. It's like a mm-hmm. checklist of the 10 things you should have done by the first day of senior year. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing now with my upcoming workshop, I've actually broken it down to the top six things that I help them understand that they're like three highly urgent things you must do. So you got the urgent, you all are businessmen, Mm -hmm. you're giving tasks to yourself or to your team. Hey, these are urgent. These are medium priority. These are low priority. So I break those things down because most parents, they really just want to know 
am I on track? Am I falling behind? And if, you know, what do I need to do that's going to matter the most? Is it, do I need to be studying for SAT or ACT? Or do I need to be taking a class? Do they need to be going on college trips? So I help them. I walk them through the process of prioritizing the things that need to be done and to be done in the summer. Everything doesn't need to be done in the summer, but there are mm. certain few things that do. And I'll, I'll just give you one because uh, we do have a workshop coming up Saturday. We'll talk about that a little later. But one of the most important high priority tasks is choosing, deciding which colleges you're going to submit test scores to because since COVID has come through, many colleges, over a thousand colleges, are test optional. That's going to matter because some students will look at that and they're, they're automatically going to say, well, I don't have to send in my test scores. Hmm. But what they don't understand is that even though some colleges are test optional, within those colleges, they may have certain departments that may require the tests. Right. And so you may, it may be test optional at, you know, college A, but the engineering college or the bio department requires you to submit your test scores, right? right. So the inconsistency that's there, that may be below the surface, if you really don't go to the website and check it out, they need to do that. And so what I'm saying is if they do that early in the school year, early in the summer, they can then plan their summer out and they can say, well, I've got five colleges that are test optional, but I am going to submit test scores, meaning that I've got to study, practice, and sit because I want to raise my scores. And so that other part of what we'll talk about on Saturday is if you have a school that's top on your list, when does it make sense to submit scores and when is it okay not to submit scores? And so we'll well, I'm going to walk them through a little matrix and, and show them, you know, here's, here's when I would suggest you, you do and when, when you don't. So it's most times, you know, you would always submit, you know, your test scores unless the college didn't require it at all. But it's a little different now coming out of COVID. So, so Dr. Jackson, this is really more, do you think, more for the kind of the rising senior or? Rising, yeah, for the rising senior. So okay. everything we're doing for Saturday's workshop or for rising seniors. Now, if we happen to have someone like Eric, who's ambitious and who wants to get ready, uh, the, the parts of the process that he would see um, would be, would, would probably fit, he, he would understand what they are and he could plan for it. But this is really to get these rising seniors because in my, the way I have the company laid out, I have certain seasons. And once May hits, I really turn my focus to rising seniors because once this summer's over, they're not getting it back. It's, they're not like a junior where mm. uh, if they don't do anything this summer, they got next summer. Mm. This is the last go round for the rising seniors. So I really focus all my time on them until about August or September. Mm. So just curious, just like, like, like what percentage of parents do you run into that you feel like just before getting involved with you that you say, oh man, they're, they're pretty squared away. Like, when you look at the 10 things to do before senior year, they've got most of them done. Like what percentage would you say are pretty squared away without talking to you? Well, when I, when I give the parents the day one ready 10 activity checklist, nobody's done all 10 hmm. and because some of those things are ongoing. Like they may be still prepping for, <clears throat> excuse me, um, testing. They may be still 
uh, looking at careers. They may be still looking at um, colleges. So some of those things are ongoing, but the deal is some of them are very early. Like some of the parents going into the summer, they haven't visited any colleges. Uh, and, and I say visit, I don't only mean like boots on the ground visit, meaning that they haven't even really gone on websites. Wow. So if they say, oh, my daughter, my oldest wants to go to Howard. Oh, what do you know about Howard? Well, I know it's in D.C. and they got a good reputation and they, they're the Bisons or whatever. Uh, have you looked on their website to see what kind of admission criteria they have or what kind of scholarships or what kind of majors? Well, I haven't done that. And that actually starts the cycle of stress for parents and teenagers because parents, even if parents haven't gone to college, they have a sense of you should be doing these things. I've had this conversation with you and all we tend to do is I ask you if you've done it and you tell me something to get me to stop asking you, have you done it? Like I'm going to do it or I kind of did it. Or, but when you dig down, you find out, nah, I really haven't. <laughs> Really haven't done right. Right now. Right. so um so most uh, that's a kind of a long way to say that most parents haven't um and parent and I say parents I mean parents and teenagers haven't done all of it but many times and you know some of this is on the the, the teenager as well like a parent may nudge the teenager say hey you need to go do these things and if you right. got that that uh, teenager that's just on it that type A kid. They get it done. They don't need a whole lot of monitoring and, and prodding. Uh, so some of it's on the, on the personality of the, of the teenager, but most of them don't have anywhere between, I'd say, five or six done. Now, when I go to the high schools and I give it to the teenagers, it could be first day of senior year. Most of them don't have three done. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, and it's, again, they're not taught to do that. And here, here's the thing that's frustrating for me as an educator, as someone who work in the school districts, ask your friends, family, and neighbors whose kids just left or graduated from high school or ended their school year, ask how, not who graduated from high school, but ask the ones who are coming back if they got any information in an email, a text, a letter, anything that says, this is what you should do this summer to prepare for college. Mm. no direction mm. no structure or we're going to have online classes once a week for an hour to help you move for along nobody raising their hand say yeah my you know our, our our counseling department sent us this out boom boom and that's why some people see more value in some of the privates because they do some of that not a lot but they do some of it mm. and some of it's a numbers game my daughter's school has over 3,800 students in a high school that's a big high school yeah um but if i can do it they can do it it's just a matter of chopping it up deciding what you want them to do give it to them and getting the opportunity to get it done so uh so yeah it's uh we 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 can do better and um it's an opportunity for me to help you know the folks that come to the workshop yeah it sounds like that 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 checklist would really be helpful to some some people because a lot of people they just don't know where to start and it can be somewhat overwhelming right because you didn't have to do that to go from junior high to high school right you just knew the local high school and you lived in a certain area and that's where you that's where you went this is something you know somebody's got to be you know really coming up with some type of a strategy 
you know, like you said, if it's not the student or the parents, kind of like they're both kind of, I thought you had it, right? Right. And 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 clearly they, they are doing they're doing this for other things. So there's a graduation checklist. Mm. There's a, a senior year picture checklist. There's a prom checklist. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. A, a football tryout checklist. Yeah. There's a cheerleading checklist. There's, so there are checklists for other things. For other pr- things and, that are prior again, order. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, um, but, and, and again, most, many of my closest colleagues are in these departments. So they're doing it. I mean, they have caseloads of over three or 400 students. Mm. Uh, but again, you know, coming from higher ed, and teaching classes, I mean, I, I, I treat this as a class, whether I've got 15, 30, or 300, that mm. we can break this down in an hour, give you what you need, show you how to monitor this, and if need be, you know, call me, and we can set up a live chat, and uh, we, can, we can see where you are, check your progress. All right. And, and so just to kind of summarize, like, what, what are the three most important things that parents can do this summer to increase their teenagers' chances of getting these scholarship dollars and gaining admission. Yeah. Well, and this is going to sound probably a little different, but there are a few things we need to do because of COVID. So first and foremost, COVID has us, and rightfully so, in this kind of recovery mode where, you know, typically getting out of, getting out for summer school, getting out for summer we like, I just want to chill for two weeks or whatever. I want to get up late and all that. COVID has magnified that 10x. You know, mm. folks are like, I want to travel, which some of that's good. And I'm not saying we don't need that. But the, the, the problem is my girls have been out for three weeks already. <laughs> We're only two weeks away from the midpoint of the summer. Mm. So we stretch this out much longer. The summer is going to be gone. And again, for that rising senior, it's over. So uh, the the first thing is, you know, checking in with your kids, seeing where they are and just having this honest conversation to say, hey, I know it's summer, but we're getting ready for senior year. We need to put these things on a priority list. So first things first, we got to get this target. We got to get this engine running again. And again, Mm -hmm. it may not be the day after the last day of school, but it shouldn't be three weeks later. So that's Mm -hmm. first and foremost. Secondly, you got to determine, excuse me, parents have to determine, and I say determine because every every kid is different, but you got to determine if your teenager needs structure or can do this by themselves. Right. Now, again, we talked a little bit earlier. Some of these kids can do it. You can just tell them what to do. They'll go do it. Um, and again, it's not about being defiant. You just know your kid where you tell them to clean their room, do their homework, whatever. Um but some of these kids, just like with test prep, they're better off going to a company, sitting in a classroom and doing three hours as opposed to going online and doing the same thing by themselves in their room. And nice. so you got to know your kid and decide before I start giving him or her all these things to do. And then we go through this cycle of do you get it done or not? Some of these kids are going to work better with structure. And if you don't know that coming out of COVID, and not being in school, then you are not paying attention because we know that without the structure of the school system, many of our kids really did not perform as high as they had when school was in. So the structure is a big piece. So if they can set the target, um, 
get the structure. And then the next thing is going to be looking at these six activities that I'll be talking about um, in the workshop, that these are things that you should be able to do. So I you know, kind of revealed one of them was this testing thing. You got to figure that out early so you can figure out, are we going to spend time on actually practicing and studying for SAT or ACT? Um, then the next big thing I would say is you got to figure out how you're going to stand out because mm. no matter where you want to go, you could be trying to go to Duke or Davidson or you could be going wherever. Um, admission is competitive now, isn't it, nowadays. Mm. And admission isn't competitive, but then scholarships are even more competitive. Mm -hmm. you know, so if you want somebody to give you some money, then you really got to figure that out. So you got to do the testing. You got to figure out how you're going to stand out. And then the third thing I would say is you really got to figure out the uh, how your son or daughter is going to do the, the review and excuse me, the identification and review of scholarships, because scholarships, they're, they're great database bases out there for uh, a teenager to put their profile on and to start receiving scholarships that they're a match for. But the difficulty is actually reviewing the scholarships that come in, because just because you get a scholarship from a company or organization or the state doesn't mean you're a good fit for it. And so mm -hmm. you can start accumulating 10, 20, 100, 200 of these scholarships. You got to read through them and figure out which ones you're going to apply for. Right. So I'll help them in the workshop figure out how they can put together a really fast and easy way to get through these scholarships. Because everybody wants to get money. But then if they don't get it, they blame the teenager. for oh, You didn't look for scholarships. Well, it's mm -hmm. really not as as easy as, as, as it is, as it sounds. So mm -hmm. those are the big things that I would say. Um, Figure out the testing piece, uh, stand out in admissions, um, put together a uh, fast and easy review system for scholarship, and then just decide, does my teenager need more structure or can him or her actually um, do it on their own? That's excellent. So, Good information. Yeah, so and you, all, you kind of touched on the whole COVID piece. I know you feel like COVID has put this class of rising seniors at a disadvantage kind of expand on that as far as why they're at a disadvantage as it relates to the scholarship process yeah well i mean you know part of it is that the ambiguity of you know everything going on because even even with scholarships so you know pre-covid pre you had these um rules and regulations and guidelines for submitting scholarships some of those things have changed Dates have changed, requirements have changed. So whether you need to submit test scores, you know, so it, it is going to require more legwork for the student, which to me is actually a good thing. I mean, it's just getting you ready for college, getting getting you ready for just like you were on LinkedIn. You got you get a job opportunity. You got to read through it and figure out whether you, you're a good fit for it, whether you're going to spend an hour putting an application together. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that you all may see from time to time on social media, uh, depending on like how the algorithm works for you, is uh, something that says, you know, $500,000 scholarship, no essay required. Mm. And that, that gets everybody's attention, right? It's a big dollar amount and it says no essay. Well, you know, a student was like, boom, I'm going to click on that. But what they don't understand is everybody is going to click on that. So the competition goes up, right? Yeah. What you really need to click on is the one that says three essays. 
because very few people are going to apply for that. Mm. <laughs> so it's, it's strategies like that to help them understand uh, where the most competition is, how to save time, because all this stuff, you keep talking about go do, go do, go do. And then it's like, okay, they're getting up at 12. They're eating by two. All right. You know, parents are coming home three hours later. How much you get done? You look at them like you only looked at three essays or three scholarships. So, uh, it, mm -hmm. it does it does take some time and they need to because many of them don't have the scheduling um skills that you know parents have um or especially people who run businesses so mm -hmm. it's a it's, it's it's a skill building uh experience so really so, so so it, so it truly sounds like a, a team effort it really is it really is i mean you know parents you when you talk to enough parents you see the entire continuum now you know, I grew up with a dad who was a bricklayer. He took me as far as he could. And at some point he told me, look, dude, you on your own. You got to talk to these teachers. You got to talk to these counselors and I'm going to support you, but I can't give you any expertise on how to get this done. Mm -hmm. And so you still have parents who feel like, and those, those are the parents who, who have that awareness. They are the most open to support. And so they'll listen the most. Then you have parents who went to college like in the 80s or 90s and they're looking at the things that are coming through or what they're hearing from their friends and they are like dude i'm not doing all of this so we didn't mm -hmm. and they, they feel like they're missing out mm -hmm. it's actually a smaller percentage of parents who feel like they know everything that's going on and so it, it, it's a wide continuum um but they one of the things i really try to push and it's just my philosophy is that the more you really do for them, the less they learn about how the system works mm -hmm. and how this process works. So one of the reasons why I'm doing the free workshop is I want to teach parents so they have the knowledge of what should happen, but not to necessarily do it for their kids. I'll do a follow-up workshop for those kids who need the structure, and I'll help in a two-hour period walk them through everything they need to do. So the parents then know. If I tell them, hey, you should know what a 80-20 essay is. Well, if the kid says, I don't know what you're talking about, then the parents like, well, Dr. Jackson told us what that 80-20 essay is, and this is what it is, and you need to go rewrite it. Because a lot of times they have to write an essay and they give it to the parent. And the parents look at it like, I don't know if it's good or not good. Mm. But if I if I say, hey, this essay needs to have these three things in it, then the parents got the cheat, cheat code, and they can look at the essay and be like, yeah, you got two of these, but you ain't got the third. Go fix it. Mm -hmm. so i'm basically training the parents to guide the process but not to do the process oh that's excellent that's excellent so so, so what similarities do you see with your work in the what now movement framework yeah well i mean i, I love what you all have done i know when you first started you talked about you know how people were coming out of COVID and how some people were saying and make correct me if i'm wrong but how some people were saying, hey, we're going to wait till COVID's over and then we're going to do. And you all were, were basically posing a question that, you know, it's now, it's not later, it's now. And to me, that's that's the philosophy really focuses on action and accountability. Mm -hmm. That you got to act regardless if there are challenges or, you know, things are going to be difficult or going to be slow. It's about action. And so, like for the summer, that's the same thing. It's like, I know you want to chill out and there's a time for that. But we can't be wasting, you know, four of the 10 weeks, mm. you know, just chilling when you could be getting this stuff done. 
And then you don't have to do that stuff come school year when you're saying, oh, but dad, I got I got a test. So dad, I got a, a paper. Well, you just had 10 weeks. You could have been doing all this other stuff. So um, that that to me is, is is action and accountability is 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 what this is all about and what I believe what you guys are doing is all about. Wow. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now I, I see that too. It's about, okay, what can you do mm-hmm. to make this happen? Because mm-hmm. it's not like the admissions person is going to, the, the decision maker is not going to say, oh, yeah, it was COVID. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> They're moving right along with the process. They're going to be like, we got to give this money away. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. If your, your application is right here and somebody else's is higher, then, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you didn't, or, and the big thing last year was like a lot of students got waitlisted. And they didn't understand why they were getting waitlisted. So some students were like, I'm just going to go with my second or third choice because they've admitted me, even though this other school is where I want to go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a little different, but it, and you know, our natural human response is to really be cautious and to check things out. And, but uh, you know, I'm all about, if you understand that you have resources to help you navigate the system, you can let these other people wait and you can go ahead and move forward in the process and get ahead. Hmm. Oh, that's great. So, so tell us about the big six summer blueprint. All right. Well, I, I'm giving away some of it, but it's all good. Cause it's again, I, I you know, I'm a teacher at heart and, and the workshop that, that I've named the big six summer blueprint is actually free. So, you know, it's not like I got to hide anything, but they are, I've identified six uh, things that I think are particularly important in the summer. So we we talked a little bit about the testing piece, making a decision about testing. We talked about the admission piece, about figuring out how you're going to stand out in the mission. We talked a little bit about scholarships. So there are three others, which I won't tell you what they are, but they could come on Saturday to the workshop at five o'clock. But uh, the first three are the high urgent priorities. So those those are the top three. so I will walk the parents through the process for each mm-hmm. one of those uh, six tasks and not only to, like, give them my strategy, but I'm actually try to give them some tools. So when they leave, like, for example, with an essay, you'll know how to look at, you know, what your teenager does and be able to say, OK, you know, you need to do a little more or, you know, it's ready to go. So I'm, I'm going to give them not only some knowledge, but some tools. And it'll be the six things they can get done this summer. Because again, some of it is, you know, this is the only time you'll have kind of dedicated time. But uh, some of it will be organizational as well. Mm. That, you know, some of that stuff you can just do. And then some of it will also be around colleges. Like everybody's not going to travel and visit every college they want to go to. But, you know, your kids should be engaged. You shouldn't, you know, it's too much stuff out there on virtual platforms where you can't get a good sense of what, the university provides, even though some colleges invest more money than others, um, mm-hmm. you should be able to get a good sense of what the college has to offer. So, so wait a minute, hold on. If I'm hearing you correctly, this workshop is free, right? It's free. All and then, yeah. And, and people are going to leave this workshop with specific tools to help them to get their, their children's scholarship, to get, get their high school senior scholarships. Yep. Yep. And man, I'm about, man, I'm about to. I'm thinking about going back to school. I might be a, a rising senior freshman. Right. You know, this, this this information that Dr. Jackson giving out. 
It's a, it, we a hey, we we had our season. We had our, <laughs> after after your first week of classes, you see you know the syllabus from a couple of those. I don't know. You you might be you might be so calling back to my head and be like, wait yeah, a second, like, wait yeah, a second. Yeah. I already got my job. I'm good. Yeah, I know. I know you. You can send a. You can send a few. Yeah. 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 But it, you know, cool. it's, some of us. That's all we've ever done. We mm. love it. Uh, that's why you know n- most of us have never charged a family member or friend. And you know, when we can, we try to balance out what we can do for free, especially as it relates to our time. Mm-hmm. But if this is our business, we also find opportunities to make sure that we turn you know our business into something that drives some revenue for us. So, um, yeah. so we we come up with that balance. No, that's great. Now this is uh, people should really be jumping all over this and getting this, this information, you know, there's a, one of the greatest books ever written says that people are destroyed by a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And you're providing them the knowledge and the steps that they can take. So, yeah. so, so how can our, our followers best connect with you? How can they connect with this big six summer blueprint? Yeah. Well, you know, the main place to connect with me is on the website, the college prep professionals website, which the uh, URL is yourcollegepro.com. If you want to attend the free workshop, it's just yourcollegepro.com forward slash big, the number six summer. So it's big six summer. And, and that's for parents of rising seniors. If you're a parent, of a student in another grade, ninth, tenth, or eleventh, and you have questions, and you just want to do like a fifteen-minute chat, you want to make sure you're on track, you want to make sure you're not falling behind. You can go to our website and yourcollegepro.com back forward slash live dash chat c h a t so live chat. So everything is on the website. I do some social media. Um, there's a, you know, Facebook and, and, and Twitter accounts. Um, and maybe we can put that information in the, um, in, in the notes, but my Twitter Absolutely. is just Dr. Jackson, Dr. Jackson. I, I don't know how I got lucky and was able to get that one, but it's just Dr. Jackson. So yeah, I'm, I'm on social media. I'm trying to do more on that. Um, but the website is the direct place to, to connect with me. Great. Yourcollegepro.com. That's what I'm trying to be. Man, you're this, doing it. Get this information. Sure. I really appreciate you all uh, giving me some time to, to talk about the business, talk about what I'm providing. Uh, you all know we've been, a lot of us have been trying to do this and get the information out uh, to folks. And, you know, many times, you know, the inability to just connect with folks is, uh, is the barrier. So uh, I really appreciate what you all are doing to help me connect with uh folks who who probably need this information yeah this is definitely a real important topic so you know anytime you want to come back on if you want to come back on tomorrow we'll do it <laughs> not tomorrow i got something i got something to do tomorrow. Oh, but if you want to come back well, you know man. please man would love to have you on this is just something i think that we need to to do maybe even a, you know a couple times a year because you want people every year there's some people that are thinking about this or yeah. you know starting to you know maybe we can start helping some people to start thinking about this stuff earlier yeah and, yeah and, i mean again just, we that i have certain seasons so you know many times it's like the beginning of the school year the end of it's like we could have done something for example 
a month before school ended and we could have talked about you know how can you plan out your summer how do you really get some value out of your summer that may not even be like for the rising senior but for example i have a ninth grade a rising 10th grader some of the stuff i'm doing with her just getting her involved in volunteering and getting her friends to volunteer so now she's got 20 of her friends volunteering wow. and they're going to volunteer over 700 hours at a local middle school so wow. i mean it's just it's, it's really just about connecting people because again you know we, we we're doing the things that we always do we're working we we're in our lane we're on a path but sometimes we really have to stop and talk with people who can give them different ways to think about you know you're going to make sure your kids safe you're going to make sure they got something to eat and something to do and stay out of trouble but what are some of the other things where you can just nudge them to get involved in a way where it opens up maybe a relationship where they, they meet somebody that's going to open a door for them or they mm -hmm. get turned on to teaching or to working in a field they would have never volunteered at a certain place but you kind of push them over there they do it oh I, I love this or I hate this I thought I loved it but I hate it <laughs> never going to do this again <laughs> never going to do this again give me my summer weeks back that's important too though that's the best win ever when you know you don't want to do something you don't exactly. have to waste any more time on that you know things look good you know from the outside but then you start trying to do it yourself no i think that's valuable i mean how many times have parents said yeah my my son or daughter went to college for two years and they went to do this and now they changed their major and they got to spend an extra year now clearly a lot of i actually changed my major as well and but i graduated on time a lot of people changed their major and wound up having to do an extra year extra two years because yeah. they never really had experience in that thing that they thought they loved like they watched csi oh i want to you know go into forensic science and then you, you you spend a Get semester a half or a year like oh no i i ain't cut out for this you know so maybe you do some crazy stuff i think about this i you know i got to school and i didn't know what i wanted to major in so you know, everybody was like yeah i major in accounting i major in accounting i'm like well, i'm gonna major in accounting but but I took accounting in high school and hated it. I don't know why I did that. So once we got through that first year and we're in those classes, I was like, oh, I don't like this. I still don't like it. So yeah, it could have helped knowing, you know, having some better, uh, a better idea of what I wanted to do. Well, you know, family and friends influence us a lot. And I actually got into psychology because my roommate was a psych major and mm -hmm. It wasn't necessarily because I wanted to do it, but because he wanted to do it. But he saw that some of the, the ways in which I thought and what things we talked about, like solving problems or why do people I use behavioral. He's like, dude, you you ask 100 questions about human behavior. <laughs> you might want to take a psych class. There you go. <laughs> That's all it took. I took one psych wow. class. I was like, boom, I'm good. That's so, what. So yeah. we have a, a, a Trina Page Watley says, thank you so much. Most informative hashtag JMU family. Yeah, yeah. Tr Trina and I, I was at JMU. So I went to Randolph make an undergrad and then was there at JMU from 88 to 90. And so we got a lot of JMU fam that, um, you know how Virginia is, you know, a lot yeah. of us travel. We had friends that went to different schools. So I may have been at Randolph Macon, but I had a friend who was at Virginia Union or at Norfolk State or UVA. And then I went to JMU. Yeah. I had another circle. So um, 
the alums and the friends from Arlington and Tidewater and Richmond, just, mm -hmm. you know, folks there. So that's, again, more folks who will be calling <laughs> to say, hey. That's right. That's right. Uh, but the good thing is doing this workshop will really help most of them, probably about 90% of what they need. We're going to get this in. We're going to get this information out. We're going to post it. We're going to share it. And, you know, folks need to get out to this workshop. What do you say, Eric? Oh, for sure. No, I mean, this needs to be a priority. We'll have it in the comments and the uh, show notes and all that. So definitely it'll get out there. I mean, again, just one more time. I know we said it already. Just for the people that might just be watching us and join late. Mm -hmm. Please let people know how they can connect with you to get this information. One sure. So uh, the name of the business is College Prep Professionals. Our website is yourcollegepro.com. This workshop will be Saturday uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern on the 26th. And so if you go to our website and uh, put yourcollegepro.com forward slash big, the number six, summer it'll take you right to the website you can register it's for free you'll get an email confirmation and you'll be ready to go uh, but if you have a freshman sophomore junior and just want to do a 15 minute chat you can go onto the website and sign up for a live chat and i will sit down and talk and make sure that you're on track and not falling behind mm. great good stuff good dr stuff. rudy jackson man mm. We appreciate you guys. We really, mm -hmm. do. We really do. This is great. Thank you. I mean, you know, this is one of the most important shows we've done, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. It's up there. It's right near the top. Well, I appreciate uh, that because, you know, I, I watch a lot of your shows. So, and you <laughs> no, don't see that all the time. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that. right. That's right. That's right. That's no. right. And you, you guys have you guys have folks who, you know, running, you know, multi-million dollar businesses. I mean, they they doing the thing. So I, I appreciate that you think that highly of what I'm doing. I really do. I do because you you really can change someone's trajectory, right? You, they, they go and they take your tips and they get into a college and they apply themselves. Now, I mean, they, their arc has just changed as far as the things that they can accomplish. Uh, yeah. And the network, you know, that, because you know, JMU, Randolph, whatever school you go to, Norfolk State, that's a lifetime network. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, there have been some times when I I actually been, it's it's it hasn't scared me, but it's it's kind of excited me when, like you said, you have the opportunity to connect some dots. So I, I posted something on social media. There was a picture of a program that I helped uh, while I was involved in at Wakefield High School in Arlington, mm. and we took there was a cohort program. It was trying to get uh, uh, African American males and Latino males to take more AP classes. Mm. And I was able to be involved in the program and we took them to JMU and to Davidson mm. on a college tour. Two of the students who went on that tour wind up going to Davidson and have just, like you say, been on their own trajectory. And wow. even though the program was for boys, one of the students that went on it was a female mm. and she happened to be in the counselor's office and I knew the counselor well. And it was just one of the meetings where I happened to meet her. The counselor introduced us. Hey, I don't know where I'm going. Boom, boom, boom. Got on the trip. Now she's a Davidson grad. Look at that. So don't miss this opportunity to talk to Dr. Jackson. Do it. Oh, yeah. You know how the universe works, man. 
man i'm telling you wow absolutely well again this has been a fantastic episode of the 30 minute hour podcast special wednesday evening episode shout out to dr rudy jackson we thank him again for joining us and sharing what he shared and speaking of sharing don't forget to share this show Share the show. Share the show. We got we got a hashtag that share the show. Share the show. Absolutely. Gotta be the show. It can't be man. Definitely. Especially this one. (laughs) Right. Right. You helping some folks here. Right, right. Eric, Ted, I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you on social media. Anything y'all need, just let me know. Thank you. That's fantastic. We appreciate you as well. Yep. Again, this is not your everyday podcast. You know, don't forget, in addition to watching us live, you can go back on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you like to listen to podcasts on your podcasting apps. There you'll find us. Until next time, which next time will be very soon, by the way. <laughs> It'll be like tomorrow. tomorrow. Actually, it will be tomorrow. But <laughs> We're back tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah, we, we, we've got a special Thursday episode as well. <laughs> oh, my. Goodness. I'm gonna send y'all some Starbucks gift cards. Man, I'm <laughs> telling you, tomorrow. <laughs> so come back and join us another episode of the 30 Minute Hour Podcast. Until tomorrow, <laughs> have a great one. Thank you, guys. channel. <laughs>